The following program is a paid advertisement. The broadcast of this program does not represent an endorsement by WHLG-FM or Horizon Broadcasting of the products or views expressed herein. The following show was pre-recorded. Good morning, Florida. The Financial Truths. I am your host, John Wilkinson, and today we'll be discussing identity theft. Yes, the dreaded identity theft. Now, there's all types of identity theft, which we will be discussing. But before we do, for all the new listeners and all in between, this show, The Financial Truths, is about informing the community about when the average person, what the average person doesn't know, right? When it comes in the financial sectors such as personal credit, insurance, and so forth. So this show is actually sponsored by Credit Solution Programs, which is a nonprofit credit education and nonprofit uh, organization that helps people with their credit. And they have a mission to actually get this information into our public schools across the state of Florida. Right? And, you know, so if you would like to become a donor as well or a sponsor, you can visit their website at creditproblemsolve.org. And they actually teamed up with various companies or organizations to create a sponsor or a marketing package that's well worth what they're listing it for. But anyway, let's get to identity theft, which I know there's so many types of identity theft that's out there that I want to cover today because this is the beginning of the new year, right? So you have your resolutions, but hey, don't forget to protect yourself. Don't expose yourself. And this is what we're going to go over in details and talk about the different types of identity that maybe you wasn't aware of and how to protect yourself and what to do if you become a victim. So identity theft has been growing and growing and growing. Now we're in this digital world, unlike we were back in the days in Generation X when everybody, you know, when people stole from their mailboxes. And that was pretty much how they would get your information, which is still a way they can still get your information. So for those that are receiving mail, especially if you have a mailbox out there, you know, by itself, you know, you still have to be aware that any sense of information that's being mailed to you, maybe a bank statement that would have a bank account number on there or any other personal information that's being mailed to you and you have a standalone mailbox, even if you're in the rural area, because guess what? With the technology, these criminals, they just go to Google Maps. They look, you know, see if you got a standalone, you know, where standalone mailboxes are and boom, you know, they'll they'll come to that area to target you, you know. And so that's, you know, one thing. So, you know, now we have this opt out. You can get paperless statements. So you're saving trees and you might even be protecting yourself at the same time. And so another one that I saw I find a lot of people don't even think about is copiers, copiers. How many times you have you went to Kinko's or FedEx or I mean not FedEx uh, Office Depot or whatever Staples and got some personal documents copied? If you had those personal documents copied, 
Well, with the technology these days, a lot of these copiers have hard drives within them. And so every copy that's made, it makes a copy of that of that particular image and saves on the hard drives. So, and then, you know, then, of course, you know, if there's a company, even if you do this at your office, right, and you don't own the office and you do this at work and you copy, like, say, your social security card or whatever, then a lot of these copiers are leased. And so after when they reach a certain age or a certain amount of copies, then they, you know, get new copiers and the old copiers go away. Well, do the hard drives come out? Probably not. Does anybody erase the hard drive? Probably not. So, you know, there was actually an, a show by 2020 that, you know, where they investigated this and they went to a warehouse and they ordered some copiers. They had like four copiers delivered and had them unwrapped. And before they could even get the hard drives out, they opened the top and there was documents still <laughs> in the, pay, in the uh, copier on the top to be copied. And those were, you know, and it was like criminal documents and, not, you know, all kind of information. But just be aware that copiers, copiers have hard drives. If you're a business owner, remember, if you're, gonna, if you're leasing a hard drive, I mean, <laughs> leasing a printer, make sure you have that hard drive wiped or even pull, pull it out yourself before you let it go. So, and if you're getting any, like say, personal information copied, of course, don't use a copier at <laughs> Staples or something. All right, so next, okay, is even more digital stuff. So, like, security questions. Don't make your security questions, you know, something that if somebody was, you know, like, trying to go through you and figure out, you know, uh, like, you don't want your security question to be the name of your kid. You know, that might be easy to figure out, right? Or the last four of your social or something like that. You want to, like, really kind of off-the-wall type deals. And then, of course, you know, your passwords, you want the longer the password, the better. Make sure you add, you know, capital, lowercase, some symbols in there. Um, you know, the, the, the more the better that you can put in there. But, of course, you got to make sure you remember it. Why, how are you going to remember all these passwords? Well, I love what they call that there's a so, softwares out there. That will say passwords, right? You, I, I use one called RoboForm, but there's a bunch of other ones. I think there's one called Passport or so. And so you just remember one major, you know, which is your major uh, password to get into the software. And then from there, you have all your logins and everything's encrypted. And as soon as you log it out, then nobody can get in there without that master password. And so, you know, let's say you got a Yahoo account. Well, you would just log in. You would see your Yahoo, you know, symbol, whatever. You click on it. It would take you to the Yahoo site, log in for you, everything. So it's just one click and forget it. It goes right to the page, logs in and all that. So that's very nice to have. And that's encrypted. Uh, You can have it from your phone. So if you change a password on your phone um, using the software and save it, then and go to your computer it syncs together so very nice to have something like that if you know concerned about passwords please don't write down your master password and tape it under your keyboard you know that's a big no-no and you know things like that 
Don't even write it down. You should not be writing your master password down anywhere. For that matter, you know, you always want to remember it. Again, you know, numbers, letters, uppercase, lowercase, and symbols. Need to have at least those four, minimum. All right? And the two-step verification. Listen, the two-step verification is getting more and more popular now. And I'm, you know, I keep adding that, you know, every time they have it for one of my accounts, you know, I make sure I sign up for it. So what happens is, like, let's say eBay, you know, I don't like anybody at hacking into my eBay because I'm an eBayer, so to speak, you know. And so, um, so I did a two-step authentication. So when I log in online, it hits my phone and says, hey, did you, are you logging in? And I can say yes, and then boom. So that's a two-step verification, you know. And so same thing with security work, you know, security answers. So you put a password in, then it takes you to the security answer. You put a security answer. That's a two-step. But I like the one that, you know, it hits your phone, you know, or the app on your phone, and you just verify it, and then it finishes letting you in. So that's very nice as well. So I highly recommend that as well. All right. Uh, forget forget accounts accounts that you have forget right you're forgotten so to speak uh, like the uh, uh, department stores so like uh, Macy's or one of those um, Best Buy or one of those uh, store departments that you know you haven't used the account in a long time right or you know, it's been, even been a while because you know, you you just don't shop there. You know, especially like a furniture store. If you go to City Furniture or whatever, right? You don't usually don't buy furniture every day or every month or so forth, right? So you kind of forget about it. Well, those accounts can be exposed, right? If you know you forget about it, somebody you know decides to you know hack it or use it, and then they change the. Uh, mailing address and then they jack it up and then you never know anything about it until you check your credit and oopsie you know so those are the things you got to look at so when you have those types of accounts i recommend that you try to turn them off if if to prevent from, from closing them so if you can like turn it off get an app turn off that card or even call the creditor and say hey uh can you freeze it for now because i'm not using it right now so that would be a good suggestion as well. So when we come back, we'll discuss more ways about identity theft to protect yourself and so forth. This is the Financial Truth. John Wilkinson will be back. Hey, folks, this is Captain Terry here to talk to you about Hooked on Heroes. Hooked on Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 100% of donations go to take veterans on fishing trips. Hooked on Heroes takes 250 to 300 veterans on one-day fishing trips twice a year. You can donate to this great cause through their website at hookedonheroes.com or call Ron at 386-364-9589. That's Ron at 386-364-9589. They need your help getting rods and reels and leader and other fishing items for these fishing trips. All the veterans at Hooked on Heroes want to thank you in advance for your support. 
During these difficult times, the National Single Parents Resource Center has expanded to help anyone who would like to get the facts to deal with everyday challenges, especially during this pandemic. If you or someone you know needs a caring and compassionate ear or someone to talk to, please reach out to our vendor, Coach Judy, who has been honored nationally for her work in coaching. Please give her a call at 561-441-8557 or visit her site at coachjudy.info. Our legal plans offers toll-free phone consultation on personal legal matters, letters slash phone calls, will preparation and more. All legal plans provide a guaranteed 10 to 25% discount on legal services not otherwise covered by the plan. We realize how difficult it can be to keep a business going in today's market. Having an attorney available for the legal situations known to arise in the business environment gives peace of mind to run a business with less worry. The business legal plan can help with contract and document review debt collection, contract disputes, trial defense, partnerships, consumer fraud, workers' compensation, incorporation, and much more. Call 772-348-4011 for more information. Again, that's 772-348-4011. Thanks much to our sponsor, New Concept Lures. They hold over seven U.S. patents, and all lures are unique in design and American-made. You can even have custom lures made to meet your needs. Visit New Concept Lures at newconceptlures.com, and you can also find them on the Fish Florida mobile app. We'd like to thank our sponsors, the nonprofit Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida, by teaching youth to fish, restoring our coral reefs, and funding research on fish populations. The Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida is working to ensure the Sunshine State remains a fishing paradise for generations to come. Learn more at wildlifeflorida.org. That's wildlifeflorida.org. As an organ donor, Your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives with your gifts. Your heart could keep beating. Your kidneys could keep filtering. And your intestines could keep on digesting for others. And that's not all. You can improve the lives of 50 more people as an eye and tissue donor. Restoring sight and health. And you're not just helping out the person receiving the transplant. You're touching whole families with your life-saving gift. Register in minutes. Just go to organdonor.gov. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Sign up today. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. morning, Florida, the financial truths. I'm your host, John Wilkinson, and today we're talking about identity theft. Identity theft, yes, I'm sorry, I like to keep it positive, but you know what? This is to inform you of how to protect yourself, all right? So it's something that needs to be addressed, so we're addressing it, (laughs) all right? So hopefully you don't become a victim, So as I was saying in the previous session before we went to break, that your mailbox, you need to protect your mailbox, right? So if you have a standalone mailbox, maybe you can lock it and you can opt out and get get the uh, statements digitally, right? Instead of mailed, if it has personal information on there. And then we talked about copiers, right? So they have hard drives. They usually 
cop they use they keep an image of everything that's photocopied. So those hard drives, you don't have to worry about where you make copies at and those hard drives before they leave to go somewhere else, maybe even overseas. Who knows? Two-step verification. There's a two-step verification you can do to prevent hackers from hacking your account. Say if they get into your username and password, well, then maybe they have a security question or even it will text you and you have to say, yes, this is me to authorize it to, for, to let you in. So, and if it wasn't you, hey, there you go. You can block it, and then you know you need to change that password because somebody got into your accounts. And then forgotten accounts. Listen, forgotten accounts could be like a store department card or some account that you haven't used in a long time. Well, some people say, oh, you should close those accounts. Well, yes and no. I mean, because I'm a credit guy. I don't like people closing accounts because that counts towards your history which is 15% of your FICO score. So, but then again, if you close it, you prevent it from getting hacked because it's closed account. What are they going to do with a closed account, right? (laughs) And so next is Wi-Fi. Now, if you have home Wi-Fi or even at the office, check your Wi-Fi settings, right? You want to make sure that one is secured, that you have a password protected, And make sure you have a decent password. Please don't make it your last name or your kid's name or something simple that, you know, somebody can easily figure out. So make sure you lock that and keep it secured and, you know, do not hand out that password to anybody or some, you know, a friend, family or whatever comes by and asks you for the password. And to get on it for whatever reason, well, make sure you change that password later on. You never know, right? You never know. And so debit cards, right? Debit cards, please use your debit card as a credit card. So when you go to the gas station and put it in, it says, is this a debit card? Say no. Then it's going to ask you or hit the bypass, right? Bypass the pen. And then it'll usually ask you for the zip code. So use the zip code. So then... What's happening is now MasterCard and Visa is on the hook versus you're beyond the hook. Because if you use that pen, let's say if there's a skimmer, right? We call it a skimmer. So it's, it's capturing, capturing that data on the back of your debit card. And then you push the pen in so they might actually have a device capturing that pen number. And if they get the both of those, so once they get that skimmer, and get that data off the back of their card. They can recreate that card or even capture the card numbers, right? And then you put your digit PIN in. So, you know, once they use that card with that PIN, you have no recourse, no recourse. Now, if you didn't use the PIN and they used it as a debit, I mean, sorry, a credit card, you know, online or whatever, now you had the Visa MasterCard protection behind you. So... You gotta even if you're at Walmart, the grocery store, anywhere that you can prevent using the pen, don't use the pen. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you, if they get the pen, it's all on you. It's all on you. You know, so so please use it as a credit card, even if it's a debit card. All right. So your trash, 
A trash is another one. Yeah, it's old school, but it still happens. Okay, do not throw your bank statements in your garbage. You know, you need to shred those. If you don't have a shredder, well, use your hands. You can shred it. You know, uh, get black magic markers and do all the pages on your uh, on the account numbers. You know, do something. Don't just throw it in the regular trash because it still happens. They'll get the account numbers or pertinent information off of of the trash that you throw away. You know, you can tell a lot about a person from their trash. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So cell phones. Yeah, cell phones. And don't forget your tablets. A lot of people forget tablets, too. The big way to get into your cell phones is you're connecting to a public network. So check your settings in your cell phones and your tablets and make sure you have connect to a public network when accessible turned off. Because if you have it turned on, it automatically connects to one. You don't know. You're not paying attention. And you're on maybe your account on online for your bank or something. You know, it's so I'm just saying, check your settings because public networks, you usually don't want to connect to a public network. Like if you're at, I know, uh, Fort Lauderdale Airport and some of the airports and maybe uh, Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks and all that has open networks for their customers so a lot of you know there's hackers in there too that's waiting for you to get on that open network because now there's no you know there's not very much security behind it when you're on somebody else's network versus your own right so that's a big one as well um when it comes and then tablets again a lot of people forget about tablets so check the settings and everything on there as well so there's a thing called phishing Hey, what is phishing? Well, it's just that. They're phishing, right? So they send you an email. It looks like it came from your bank, right? And then so they say, oh, well, you know, oh, we need attention to your account or whatever. And it looks like it's from your bank. You click on the link. It takes you to a page that looks like your bank's page. But if you look closely at the email address it came from, Nine times out of ten, you can tell it did not come from your bank, okay? Then, if you're at the web page, you need to look at the entire URL or the address, they call it, right, to ensure that it makes it look like, you know, ensure that it came from your bank because even the URL, a lot of times, nine times out of ten, you can tell it that it's not your bank's website. So they'll make a website that looks just like your bank's website and everything else. And then when you put the information in to log in, of course, you know, maybe it'll say that, oh, you can't get in or something. And then guess what? It just got your information. And boom, as soon as you put that in there, somebody's on the other end waiting to log into the Bank of America or wherever you bank at and, you know, do havoc. So be careful with that. All right. So phishing, that's what phishing is. It's like, you know, they're trying to hide behind something. You know, I get those all the time, Uh, even from banks, you know, like they send it from Chase. I don't bank with Chase anymore. And, you know, I get (laughs) emails from base. Hey, your uh, account needs attention. Well, listen, I don't even have an account (laughs) with Chase, so I'm sure it doesn't need attention. (laughs) So anyway, um, so so your debit card and your credit cards, things of that nature, even though Europe, Europe has, you know, way past us when it comes to technology 
and the debit cards because they don't even use the magnetic strips on the back. They use the chips. And and we finally adopted the chips, but guess what? We still had the magnetic strips on the back. What sense does that make? I don't know. <laughs> but so the magnetic strips is the problem. Okay, so that's the problem. So there's got they have scammers or scanners, you could say, and they could be like two or three feet away from you and walk past you. And if you have those debit card or credit cards in an unsecure place, like in your pocket or or purse, they can capture that data off those magnetic strips, right, and then make fake credit cards or make another credit card with that data on the magnetic strip to use it. So, so me personally, I use, I'm a cheap way, I use a business, a hard, uh, a metal uh, business card holder, which works perfect, and, but they have uh, UV or IR protections, you know, um, that you can pick up for a few bucks that will protect your debit cards and credit cards from being scammed. So, be careful of that as well. So, you know, um it's it's a hard it's a hard one to swallow, but hey, it's another factor that we have to swallow. Um, the Google Play, the, they have Google Pay now and Apple Pay and stuff like that. Maybe that's the best way to go because you could connect it right to your cards instead of having your card in your pocket. Just saying. So when we come back, we'll go over more identity theft and how to protect yourself. This is the Financial Truths. We'll be back. Looking for faith-based solutions to challenges you're experiencing in your life? Meet Reverend Dr. Sean Alexander, who's been recognized as the head of Chaplains International. He is a member of the clergy, a diplomat of the National Board of Christian Clinical Therapists, a board-certified supervisor, and a presidential member of the American Association of Christian Counseling. Dr. Sean can provide pastoral counseling and coaching for adults and children. As a Christian, there is nothing more important than to walk the path that God has for you in your life and business and to achieve the things that Christ has for you in your life. To book a pastoral counseling appointment, please visit drseanalexander.org. Are you looking for health care that fits your busy life? One Share Health is a Christian health care sharing ministry whose mission it is to inspire healthy communities and provide options to share the cost of health care. Here's one of our valued members to share her experience. What I like most about One Share Health is the affordability, the ease of use, the customer service. I had one experience with telemedicine and that was incredible. I was traveling. I realized I was coming down with something. So I called them. They indicated that a doctor would be calling me in the next few hours. My phone rang in like 15 minutes. We went through all my symptoms. They found the nearest pharmacy and went ahead and called in my prescription. Everything was done between 30 and 45 minutes. Our listeners will receive 40% off their enrollment fee and unlimited access to telemedicine with a $0 consult fee. Visit OneShareFish.com or call 833-655-0941 to learn more about our medical sharing family. 
Everyone at Fish307.com would like to take a moment to thank you, their customers, for your business and trust throughout the years, which have allowed Fish307 to become one of the worldwide leaders in the recreational fishing industry. Fish307.com is your number one resource to take care of all your fishing tackle needs and so much more. On their website, you can also find great tips and tricks to make your fishing experiences more fun. Check them out at Fish307.com today. They have all kinds of great values waiting. So remember, Fish307.com. All of us at the Southern Sportsman are proud to promote Forever Outdoors, which is working hard to make a difference. You can find them on Facebook and the Fish Florida mobile app. Every donation benefits organ donations and saving lives around the world. Thank you, Rob Robinson, for the work you've done to save lives. Donate today. Every dollar counts. The Fish Florida Association is here for you during these difficult times. When you join FFA, they'll work together with you to help your business with exposure, promotion, advertising, marketing, and services that will save your company hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, or just a $375 annual fee, which can be broken up into payments for your convenience. To join, just go to fishfloridaassociation.com or give them a call at 561-900-4283. Is your credit less than perfect? Worried about getting ripped off by a credit repair company? Look no further. Credit Solution Programs is a non-profit credit education and consumer advocates company with credit score improvement service that uses consumer credit rights under federal and state laws. Visit our site at creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360. Again, creditproblemsolve.org or call 866-850-9360. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Good morning, Florida, the financial truths. I am your host, John Wilkinson, and today, if you're just tuned in, we're discussing identity theft. I know it's a negative thing, but hey, it's got to be discussed and we got to protect ourselves. So, you know, I was just looking at an article that said back in 2012 that it was 18% of all complaints that year. And that was eight years ago. So what about since the hack of Equifax, right? So don't even get me started with that one. So Equifax actually only wind up paying after my calculations three dollars per person that was hacked for what happened to them and they were advised to upgrade their software or add a patch and everything else to their software before it happened just saying switch is brings me to Experian. so i don't know what uh marketing person they have but the dark web wow the dark web i even hear the government say the dark web now you know and i was like the dark web i even actually had a client he's an older client you know older person uh call me john what is this dark web i'm hearing about what what, what do i do what is this what's going on <laughs> so laughing i was like they're just saying the internet it's just uh a tactic to scare you, 
you know, and they get you to get buy their credit monitoring for identity theft protection. <laughs> you know, that's it's a scare tactic. That's what they're doing. And which brings me to, you know, you don't have to get credit monitoring, of course, with Experian or even anybody else or paid one because you can use Credit Karma. You know, so the way Credit Karma gets paid is they're offering credit cards on there. They say, hey, you look like you'd be a good candidate for this card or that card. Well, when you click on it and fill out the application, well, guess what? Credit Karma gets a kickback from that credit card company. So that's how they make their money. So really, yeah, it's free to you to use, but, you know, they're making their money on the back end in different ways. And so with Credit Karma, yes, the credit scores are the Vantage scores, not to be confused with the FICO credit scores, right? So it's a different scoring model altogether. But, yes, at least they'll give you and show you your Equifax and TransUnion reports and give you an idea of where you are score-wise. Plus, it offers free credit monitoring, hint, 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 which we're discussing. So if you, you know, look in the settings, you can turn on the credit monitoring. And if there's any activity on your, you know, like a new account or something like that, it's going to email you and alert you of such. So same thing with Credit Sesame, even though Credit Sesame doesn't give you the reports, give you a score, but it'll still alert you. And there's other ones out there. I'm not going to go through the list, but there's other ones for free which I have a lot of them for free. As soon as something happens on my credit, I get probably like 10 alerts all for free from different sites. And uh, so, yes, so monitor your credit, okay? So even if it's for free, get the free credit monitoring with Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, or one of those. It doesn't have to be a paid one, but you need to see where you are, you know? So order the credit reports or look on the Credit Karma or order the credit reports, for free, which you can get online, it's annualcreditreport.com, and that is a mandated website from the government to get your free credit reports every year. And if you're denied credit, you get a, another free one. If you're on employment, you get another free one. And there's other stipulations you can get more free ones as well. Hint, hint, get more free ones. All right, and so another tip here for identity theft is... You know, some people don't think about it is leaving a tip at a restaurant. So let's say you don't leave the tip and you pay cash in the tip. And so you just sign your check. Well, they could fill that tip in, you know, of whatever they wanted to, you know, just say. And so it's recommended that you put a zero or put some slashes through that area. You know, if you're paying cash in the tip or something like that outside of your card, so that's just one idea. Uh, here, a big one. This is a big one. Hold, hold your pants. IRS taxes. This has been going on and getting escalating and escalating and escalating to finally, I mean, the government lost billions of dollars on tax fraud. And now they came out where you can get a pen. Wow. Imagine that. Who thought of that? <laughs> So now you can get a pen because some people were actually people were filing taxes in somebody's name, um, changing the address or whatever, and then I don't know somehow getting and ha- had the money uh, wired to their account or to a uh, fraudulent account, and it's happening more and more. We're getting more and more calls about it. Um, 
And there's nothing that we can do personally because we can just tell you, hey, you might want to take these steps to protect yourself in other areas since they have your personal information. So the thing you can do to forefront this is contact the IRS and go ahead and get a pen if you don't have one already. So and then that's where nobody can file on your behalf unless they have that particular pen. So and you can go on the IRS website and actually do that, which I've done myself. So get a pen for your taxes with the IRS um, before somebody files in your name fraudulently and takes that money. And then you got to go through this whole or I ordeal with the IRS to prove who you you know you are who you are and finally get your taxes done and so forth. So that is a big one, you know. So we had that. The Equifax hack, and there's nothing you can do to really, you know, to stop any hacker that really wants to go through. I mean, the Pentagon gets hacked, uh, Equifax get hacked, major corporations get hacked. It's just layers of protection. You have to do layers upon layers, and the more layers you have, the better you're protected, right? Not saying that somebody's not going to get through all those layers, but imagine. You know, would you want to go against somebody that has 10 layers of protection or two layers of protection? Right? Just saying. So contact the IRS and get a pen to protect yourself when it comes to your taxes. All right? And then when it comes to your mail, put a lock on the mailbox. Or And I would also suggest that you go to optoutprescreen.com which is another government mandated website don't be uh fooled by the dot com and do the prescreen you can opt out a prescreen what do i mean by that so when you open your mail you probably have a pre-approval or you know pre-approved you've been pre-approved or pre-qualified for this credit card or for that well that's where the credit bureaus are selling your information to that creditor so if you go to optoutprescreen.com and put your information in there you can opt out for a number of years or permanently and then you won't receive as many of those in the mail hence from somebody filling those out and you know and getting your information and filling those out on your behalf, you know, so that's another thing that you can do as well. So, and then freeze your debit cards or your credit cards. A lot of them now have apps. You can just go to the app, click it to activate it, and then and then the lock it or turn it off, you know. So I do that with all my cards, you know, so if I'm going to go use one, automatically think, oh, I got to go to app, turn it on, use it. When I'm done, turn it off. This prevents, you know, of course, anybody from using it when it's turned off, it's just going to get denied. So that's an awesome way to really protect your cards. You know, even with somebody getting a scanner, they scan it, right? They make the fake, you know, fake card. They try to use it. It doesn't go through. Why? Because you locked it. Hallelujah, right? So then it just saved you. And then they probably just scrap it and say, oh, well, this person has any money or they already reported it or whatever the case may be. And you didn't even know. So that's a good one. All right. And then um, also there's what they call a hawk alert or a fraud alert that you can put on your credit as well. So this is really telling the creditors that they're supposed to check your identity before they extend the credit to you. 
But again, that's up to the creditor to actually to do that. They just see that on the report. So the best thing you can do when it comes to your credit is put a credit freeze. You have to go to each of the credit bureau's websites. It's free now, and it's easy. I've done it personally. Uh, it's pretty simple. You just go to each of their website, type in Experian Freeze, Equifax Freeze, um, TransUnion Freeze, and uh, search. And then it'll take you right to the site, freeze your credit. You can still access it yourself online for credit monitoring. You can still do all the things in life that you want to do. You just can't apply for credit or, you know, anywhere because they're not going to get a credit report. It's going to come back blank. So you're going to have to unfreeze it before you want to do an actual transaction like, a, you know, apply for a new credit card, buy a new house, refinance a house, you know, things of that nature. But your existing cards, you can use just fine. So when we come back, we'll give you more about identity theft and how to protect yourself and what to do if you become a victim. This is John Wilkinson, The Financial Truths. We'll be back. Hey folks, this is Captain Terry here to talk to you about Hooked on Heroes. Hooked on Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 100% of donations go to take veterans on fishing trips. Hooked on Heroes takes 250 to 300 veterans on one-day fishing trips twice a year. You can donate to this great cause through their website at hookedonheroes.com or call Ron at 386-364-9589. That's Ron at 386-364-9589. They need your help getting rods and reels and leader and other fishing items for these fishing trips all the veterans at hooked on heroes want to thank you in advance for your support during these difficult times the national single parents resource center has expanded to help anyone who would like to get the facts to deal with everyday challenges especially during this pandemic if you or someone you know needs a caring and compassionate ear or someone to talk to please reach out to our vendor coach judy who has been honored nationally for her work and coaching please give her a call at 561-441-8557 or visit her site at coachjudy.info our legal plans offers toll-free phone consultation on personal legal matters, letters slash phone calls, will preparation and more. All legal plans provide a guaranteed 10 to 25% discount on legal services not otherwise covered by the plan. We realize how difficult it can be to keep a business going in today's market. Having an attorney available for the legal situations known to arise in the business environment gives peace of mind to run a business with less worry. The business legal plan can help with contract and document review debt collection, contract disputes, trial defense, partnerships, consumer fraud, workers' compensation, incorporation, and much more. Call 772-348-4011 for more information. Again, that's 772-348-4011. Thanks much to our sponsor, New Concept Lures. They hold over seven U.S. patents, and all lures are unique in design and American-made. You can even have custom lures made to meet your needs. Visit New Concept Lures at newconceptlures.com, and you can also find them on the Fish Florida mobile app. We'd like to thank our sponsors, the nonprofit Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida, by teaching youth to fish, restoring our coral reefs, and funding research on fish population. The Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida is working to ensure the Sunshine State remains a fishing paradise for generations to come. 
Learn more at wildlifeflorida.org. That's wildlifeflorida.org. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. I grew up on tour with my parents. Kind of different, but we bonded over music just like other families do over sports, camping, or other interests. And we talked. Little everyday conversations from silly to serious that built a foundation over time. Honest conversations. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. And I was so grateful that you and mom had become these sober, stable people who were always there for me. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now, that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs, whether it's music or anything else. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk. They hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Good morning, Florida, the financial truths. I'm your host, John Wilkinson, and we're back talking about identity theft. Yes, I know, the dreaded identity theft. So we're talking about different ways you can become a victim, different ways you can protect yourself from being a victim, and we're going to discuss what to do if you become a victim. Right. So, so far, we talked about the mailbox, right? Protecting your mailbox, um, locking it. Uh, you can also, with the mailbox, uh, do the pre-screen, which is opt out the pre-screen. So you don't get all those pre-approvals in the mail. Also, copiers. Don't copy any important information on a copier that's not yours and if you do have a copier that has a hard drive be careful before you sell it or give it away or whatever uh two-step verification so make sure you have security questions or another way of so it has a two-step instead of just a password then there's another maybe a security question or it hits your phone or it gives you a code takes you a code things of that nature Forget forgotten accounts, accounts that you forgot. You know, maybe you bought some furniture, you left it open, and you haven't thought about it in years or a year or however long because you are not in need of any furniture at the time. So maybe you want to close it or put some kind of hold on it. I prefer a hold instead of a close because now you're not getting any more age on the account that would count toward your credit scores. Uh, your home Wi-Fi, make sure you make sure it's locked, you know, make sure you have a good password and it's protected. Uh, your debit card, make sure you use a credit card. If they don't give you an option for this, ask the clerk. If it's, uh, I could tell you right now, if it's Publix, hit the green button. If it's uh, Walgreens, hit the yellow button. <laughs> so, but you can ask us, hey, how can I use this as credit instead of debit? That's all you have to do. They'll help you out. Your trash, make sure you shred your information if it's any personal information such as uh, socials, account numbers, anything else uh, that, you know, could be potentially harmful to you if in the wrong hands. Uh, Your cell phone, tablets, don't connect to public networks. Uh, Phishing. Make sure you make sure you check the email address 
of whom it's coming from, even if it looks like if it came from your bank or whatever, still check that email address because a lot of times that will tell you that it didn't come from the person you thought it might come from. Same thing with the website address. Check the website address as well because they can make a website that looks just like somebody else's and it's not. Uh, your scanners. So your debit and credit cards, make sure you protect those as you're traveling. So put them in a, uh, I, uh, it's called an IR protector. So, or even a metal case, right? So that'll keep the scanners or the scammers from scanning your, the information off of those cards. Uh, so, and then the taxes, right? So your taxes, make sure you get a pen for the IRS, uh, spyware, antiviruses, that's all great. Filtering, uh, digital. So your passwords, get a password program. Uh, another thing, so if you become a, a, a victim of identity theft, what do you do? So let's break this down real quick. First and foremost, maybe uh, do a police report, depending on what they took. Right? So a lot of some places want police reports. You can even call in and have a police officer come over, or you can go to the police department to make that police report. If you don't make a police report or want to make a police report, you must at least do an identity theft affidavit. You can get this from identitytheft.gov. This is part of the Federal Trade Commission. This is a... You don't send it to Federal Trade Commission, please. <laughs> you send it to your creditors that you are a part of identity theft of. So if they used any of your debit cards or credit cards or any other accounts, you, you're going to fill that identity theft out, and that's going to be a part of it. And so fill it out. Keep a copy for yourself and send a copy to every creditor that was involved in it. So identity theft affidavit. So you need to send that to each creditor, then call each creditor as well, and your bank. Let them know, hey, I've been a, a victim of identity theft, this, such and such happened. You know, can you keep an eye on the account? Or they might, you know, they'll close the uh, particular, if you have a credit card, they'll issue a new credit card. If it's your bank, sometimes you could walk in their bank and get a new debit card on the spot, depending on the bank. You know, so... You must do that. You know, you can't just, like, ignore it because then you're really liable because you're not doing – you're not being proactive. You're not doing anything about it, and they're going to say, well, why didn't you do something about it earlier? Well, what, I didn't have time? <laughs> Seriously? So identity theft affidavit. You can put the alert on your credit, freeze the credit, which is the best, right? So these are some of the provincial – Get the pen from the IRS. One thing, this happened to me, so I want to alert you of this. I mean, it's kind of different now because of the whole virus thing. So, so many people's not traveling like they were. But I was traveling one year and went to use my credit card. I was in another country, uh, got turned down. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know this credit card's good. Well, I didn't notify, you know, that particular bank that I was travel would be traveling. And so they have a policy, anything outside of like, uh, I think it's U.S. and Canada automatically gets denied unless you notify them in advance. So learned, uh, I learned the hard way. So now I'll do it the easy way. 
right? Contact the creditors. Hey, I'm going to be traveling just to let you know I'm going to be using the card. So if you see a car from wherever you're traveling to, please don't, you know, deny me. All right. And so, yes, that's a big one, right? <laughs> deny, you know, using a card that you're depending on and then you're in a foreign country. Ugh. So another thing as well, which will help you recover your identity theft, uh, theft faster is take pictures, photocopies of your IDs, your insurance card, social security card, and so forth. You can either make a photocopy and put it in your safe or save it somewhere, you know, safe digitally. But that helps you recover your identity theft faster from identity theft because now you can prove who you are <laughs> easier because you have your identity. You know, maybe because like, Maybe like me, you know, your truck got stolen and all your identities, well, most of it was in there. And so you're like, oh, well, here, I want to go rent a car because I need a car because my truck got stolen. Oh, sir, you can't rent a car without your driver's license. Oh, well, here's a picture of my driver's license. Oh, no, you need the actual driver's license. <laughs> Oopsie. So you had to go get another driver's license to be able to rent the car and so forth. So anyway, that's, you know, taking the pictures, though, it proves who you are. And, you know, that way you can recover because they don't know where you look versus who the other person is if you don't have the proof. So <laughs> the proof is in the pudding, right? So, again, we talked about freezing your credit. I highly, highly recommend that you freeze your credit. Like I said, you can use all your credit cards just the same. You can see your credit just the same. The only thing you cannot do is apply for new credit, right? And then you'll have to unfreeze it, apply for the new credit, and then freeze it back. Easy peasy. It's very simple. Trust me. Trust me. So, and then, again, the debit card is it's a no-brainer. I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen it time and time. It even happened at Walmart. Walmart. Some of the employee has something under the you know, where do you put your pen and stuff and with scanning the cards and getting the pens? So you never know. So gas stations, yes, they're notorious for doing that, but it could be anywhere, anywhere. So ask the clerk, how, how do I use this as credit instead of using your pen, right? So I hope you enjoyed this about identity theft. This is a new year, 2021. So make sure you protect yourself no matter where you're going. Be so aware of your surroundings, you know, and then also be aware of where all your identities are. That could be your debit card, your credit cards, your driver's license, your social security card, birth certificates, whatever. Be aware of where they're at. Make sure they're secured. Make sure you, your debit card and credit cards are protected from scanners. Uh, don't use your PIN, right? So I hope you practice some of this to make sure you stay protected. So as you know, you know, we give you this information to make sure you guys out there in the community, stay protected. You don't know what you don't know. So this is John Wilkinson with The Financial Truth. Have a great 2021. Be blessed. This has been a Fish Florida Media Group production.